All right. Um, welcome to episode 11 of the LT podcast. This one's a bit of a special one. Uh, down at the Victoria Hotel in Port Mac. I've got on the travel and uh, I'd like to introduce my guest, Charlotte. Howdy. Thanks for having me. No, no worries. Thanks, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for slotting in a time. Um, We'll get probably straight into it, like I've said to you just before, that I had a bit of a read and whatnot, yeah. but I'd, I'd prefer you to sort of maybe lead the way, yeah, potentially, uh, with, with first of all, what you've been up to, yeah. uh, you've been a little bit busy, and then we will just obviously follow up with what what work same does, and more about them as well, yeah, um, yeah and roll from there, so how's your, how's your week been for a start? Pretty hectic. Um, yes, yeah, so I don't even remember where I was at the start of the week, to be honest. I would have been, what was that, seven days ago? Um, probably over near Port Ferry? No, Warnable. Yeah, oh. and um, yeah, just hiking. I was doing a charity hike for Sane. Um, we've hiked from Melbourne so far. So we're just under three weeks in and I think I'm about 20 k's shy of 900 k's. Right. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah, so it's been pretty good. Um, we've got about 300 to go. Um, it won't take that long. You know, we've I think this is my, like, my third rest day. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're right to go. Yeah, exactly. Like 900, 900 k's in. Yeah, exactly. 300 so nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. About only a little bit to go. Yeah. And you know, all the hills are gone and everything. Um, but yeah, so we started in Melbourne because that's where Sane head office is. Yep. And um, I guess the whole point of it was to hike back and, you know, bring the mental health help and the organisations and the support back to hometown. Yep. What um, does, uh, what, so what's saying, what, what do they do? They're a mental health organisation. Yep. Um, and they're one of the few that actually, like, really focus on, like, complex mental health. Yep. So it's not just um, anxiety, depression, that kind of stuff. Um, and they don't. Like you can go to them and ask for help and actually get help. Yeah. Like you can go there. They have um, they have like a counselling program. Oh right. Yeah. So yeah. So you can like it's self refer and everything. Yeah. And um, you refer in, and yeah, then they obviously there's like a little bit of wait time. Yeah. But it's similar to like a mental health care plan. Yeah. Where you yeah. get um like twelve free sessions. Same with them. You can get up to twelve free sessions with them. Right. Right. Um and yeah and it's all self referring so yeah. you don't have to go to a doctor. It's telehealth. You yeah. can do it from home. Um, and it's in SA, especially SA, it's available statewide. Oh, right. Yeah. Cool. And um, yeah. I think like they're obviously working to be nationwide. Yeah. Um, so based in Melbourne? They yeah, are, based in Melbourne. But it's SA a national well. national charity. Yeah. Um, and luckily SA is one of the ones that are fully covered at the moment. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, and obviously you've done some work with them. Prior, yeah, so in 2016, I did another one for them. It was um, 24 hours though, so a bit less. Um, in that, I covered 122 k's, um, and we raised about 13,000 for them. Wow, yeah, wow. So you covered 120 k's in 24 hours, yeah, moving, yeah. that's moving, it's not bad, yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. That was a while ago. I was still in year 12 when I did it, so. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Something else to put on your plate. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, where did, obviously, like, the partnership with you and Sane, where did that start? Where? Um, well, I guess it kind of predates working with Sane. I actually worked with 
um, the ACRF, that's the Australian Cancer yep. Research Foundation. Um, <laughs> I was in year 11, <laughs> and uh, I wanted to do a fundraiser, so I did I did a, 20, a 12 hour walk with them yep. and raised money for that. And then um, the next year kind of rolled around, and like I've had uh, mental illness since I was a teenager. Yep. And then um, when I wanted to do it again, I kind of decided I wanted to make it personal. Because yep. I've, I've known people who have had cancer and stuff, but no one like immediate family or anything like yep. that. So yep. I've been pretty, very lucky in that sense. Um, but yeah, I wanted to make it more personal because then obviously it's personal. You yep. can relate and you can talk on yourself and yep. that kind of stuff. So I did. And um, yeah, we made it a bit, we obviously doubled <laughs> the uh, intentions and... Yeah, I think we like pretty well doubled what we raised and this kind yeah, of stuff. Right. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and then after that, I kind of, I kept going back to the idea and playing the idea of doing it again. Um, but I lived in Adelaide for a few years and it was real hard to kind of, not even just think of a concept of what to do, but to not even know where to go to get yeah. support. Whereas, yeah. you know, small town, you know who to talk to, you know where to go. Um, and especially in terms of mental health, the smaller towns are generally what need more focus. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. So, yeah, when we when we then moved back down um, and we kind of realised that, even just for me personally, like, there wasn't enough support yep. for me to access. Yep. Um, it really, like, kind of kicked us in the arse and really got my mind going about what to do and how to change it and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Um, in regards to the change and everything, so far, do you think it's worked? I think so. Um, so obviously only been, um, like we only really announced all of this in end of May. So we didn't really give oh, ourselves right. a lot of time. Yep. Um, and we decided we wanted to do it this year. Like we wanted to do it this year. We wanted to beat, um, we wanted, because we used the footy club as well some this year. We did yep. like an auction with them. Yeah. So we wanted to tie it in like close to the season. So it kind of made sense. Um, and yeah, it's been really good. We had all of that and, you know, the club got us around us and everyone involved got around it. Yeah. And then we had the forum and a bunch of people came, got around it. And yeah, I think we're, we're hoping to plan another one when I'm back to talk about the walk and um, yeah. cool. all that kind of stuff. And right. obviously we've done one, so hopefully yeah. more people will come and listen. So the planning for the walk, obviously, yeah, you said it all sort of kick-started in May. Is mm-hmm. that, so that was when... You actually thought, right, we're doing it? That was made? Well. well, that was when I said I was going to do it. Yeah. And I'm pretty stubborn, so once I kind of announced it, there was no way I was going to yeah, do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it would have been a couple of months before that that I'd kind of been playing with the idea and not like, talking about it with Jess, like my wife. Yeah. Um, and we didn't really say anything to anyone until we kind of knew what I wanted to do. And we knew I had to wait. I had to have surgery in the middle of the year, so we were kind of waiting until we knew for sure when that was going to be. Yeah to make sure I had enough time to recover and all this kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, once we we got a date for the surgery and then it was kind of like the week later we announced it because we knew I had time. And right. Yeah, but then it just... That's insane to organise something so big. Yeah. <laughs> in a short amount of time. Yeah. I've been very lucky though. We had a lot of people jump on as like sponsors and that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. A lot of the things, like all my gear and stuff has been sponsored and that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. So... Like I knew, I knew what I had to get, but like I, can't, I was able to be like to um, Andy at Adventure Co. Be like, hey, I need these are things I kind of need. Like, what can you help out with? Yeah. And then he'll be like, yep, I can do these. I can't do that. So then I just you know work it out. Um, but yeah, it's been pretty good. So, 
from Kingston to Melbourne. So you kickstarted in Melbourne. Um, how how was that? How, like, how's it all been going? Obviously, you've mentioned your own mental health. I guess, like, for one, how was organising it all, and then the realisation of it's actually happening. Yeah, it was a. I guess that's probably where we'll start. Is like, how how did that go for you? Obviously, from May to shock. September. Big shock. I you would have been rattled a little bit. I'm assuming. Like, obviously, you've got a good support staff and support yeah. crew and what whatnot, but. I don't, yeah. I think it was it's been it was okay. Like I've I've done things that have been harder. Yeah. Um, this is the longest thing I've done. Like I've I've done like two or three week hikes and stuff before, um, but never like a full month. Um, and like where it's it's been really hard too because there's a lot of different like environments. Yeah. Like between yeah. the beach and the rainforest and cliff tops and hills and, um, so it was a lot of planning and. I really wanted to take it on all myself. So then, like, I was the one talking to sponsors, but I was the one talking to, like, regular people doing yeah. everything. And yeah. I really wanted to do all the posting, like, myself and yeah. that kind of stuff. So, because I think I wanted to keep it as personal as possible because then, you know, if some random person finds out about it and then they want to kind of know a bit of backstory, they can literally just scroll down my page yeah. and see it. Yeah, well, that's what I've done. Yeah. 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 And, um... So it was a lot of work, and I kept, I kept having like my family and like my friends, like asking me to like offload some, and like I just didn't know. As I, I kept saying, like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Like it's literally yeah. all stuff I need to do, and even like logistically, like planning where I was gonna hike. And yeah. So that was you. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was very lucky in the term in the in the end. Like there's there's actually a trail that runs from Sydney to Adelaide, and it goes down through Melbourne, and it goes along the coastline. Right. But I'd, I'd never heard of it, never heard of it, didn't know it existed. And then I was like ma- literally mapping out every little section and then I found it. Um, once I found that, it was a lot easier because yep. that covered a lot of it. Yeah. Um, there's been a few bits where I've kind of used, like it might go, it might go north into the forest. Yeah, yeah. But then there's another trail that goes coastal. Yeah. So then if that happened, I went coastal. Yeah. Um, so that's been good, but it was a lot. Like yeah. we have like a wall in our hallway at home and it's just like maps. It's like everywhere right. just trying to like work it Crazy. out. Yeah. So you've made like you made those adjustments on the fly, is that pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. We, we had a rough idea. Um, even when we were starting and I was like, Oh, how far is it? We're like, it's about tw- about twelve hundred. We don't know for sure. Right. Um, yeah, right. So <laughs> yeah. playing playing with kilometers obviously yeah. uh, you know, if you're fifty kilometers out that's a fair bit. Yeah. You know and I mean? um it's not too bad though. Like that's because originally we were going to try and do it in three weeks, right? And I think it a push probably could have done it, yep. um, given that I've had you know, I've had three full days. Like obviously not in a row, but yeah, yeah where I've done journey. yeah where I've just done nothing. We've still done some walking. Yeah, but I've like rested for those days, and, um, and then there's been days where it's just been shorter. So I think we could have done it in the three weeks. Yeah, um, but definitely glad we did the four. Yeah, just in case like weather plays up or yeah yeah well it's definitely uh little things that you can't control um so obviously the when the walk started how were you feeling like what was i guess where so where from melbourne where in melbourne did you start like in a city or was it started at the headquarters so i started that same headquarters right um and then i walked out and so about a week before we decided to start i changed the route (laughs) So instead of going like Geelong, Lara that way and doing a lot of road walking, 
I decided to change and go around the Mornington. Right. Yeah. So it added about, I think it was about 48 Ks it was going to add. Um, and I had, to, I had to catch the ferry and that, but it was a lot better in terms of, oh. a lot easier because I, yeah. I didn't have to worry about the freeways or anything. Yeah. Um, so that was good. So then I was able to go down that way. And yeah, it was a bit of, it was good in the sense that I did go through the city because yep. obviously it was compared to like everything else. It yeah. was a bit boring. Yeah. But um, it wasn't as jump in the deep water as yeah. quickly because, you know, there's yeah. still people around. Like something went really wrong. There's, you know, yeah. thousands of people yeah. around me. That's right. Um, but no, it was good. I had um, Jess and my mum, they stayed for a couple of days. Right. So yep. they had, the first night was just Jess that was there and then mum came did a day with us, um, so I didn't. I had someone there for the first couple yeah. of days at night, yeah. and then, yeah, then they headed home, and it was just me. And yeah, I think I had one night on the Mornington after they left, and then I got the ferry around. Right. Yeah, and I didn't see anyone that like anyone that I knew yeah. for yeah. about two weeks, and then Mum came, and I had a rest day with her. That was in Port Ferry. Yeah. And then she went home. Then. Jess came down yesterday, had the night here, and then now she's head back. And yeah. Okay, so from here to Kingston? Yeah. So what? I think my dad's going to come, yep. my dad and my stepmom are going to come over tomorrow. Right. They're going to come see me at some stage, somewhere yep. along the beach. So what's that look like? They just walk with you for a bit, or is it when you pull up camp? That. Uh, I think tomorrow it'll be, I'll kind of. I'll probably stop and have lunch with them. Yep. Um, with like mum and Jess when they come to visit. It's yep. They've typically picked me up at the end of the day, right. met me at the end of the day, and we've had the night together, or yeah, and like and then had like a rest day together. Yeah, um, I really wanted to have my rest days when someone was here. Yeah, because I knew if I was having rest days by myself, I'd just feel like I'm wasting it. Yeah, and I'd feel guilty. Yeah, that's fair. Probably yeah. natural as well. What yeah. time? Um, straight away, obviously a little bit. Like what? What yeah. time start of the day? What times finish of the day? What's or what's the goal? Daily. Oh, what's the goal daily? Like, is it kilometres or is it, right, I'm up at four, finishing at six, or um, is it... At the moment, it's kind of just been like, I've set a goal where I want to get to. Yeah. Um, and then if I get there at two o'clock, yeah. I get there at two yeah. o'clock. Yeah, um, There was a couple of times where, like, when I was going to Portland, I I woke up that night, and that was my tent was frozen. Yeah. And I woke up, it was four o'clock, and it was frozen, I was so cold. I'm like, There's, I'm not going to be able to sleep, so I packed up and started walking. Right. I think I only had about 35 Ks, so I left at four and I got there by 12. Oh, okay, yeah, so, right. So yep. I was like, and I'd had a, luckily had a room donated. Um, so I got there at 12, I had lunch, and then I checked in early. Yeah. And then I just had yep. the afternoon to rest, which is really cool. Um, so it varies obviously a fair bit. Yeah, I've had quite a few days where I, and I started like four in the morning because yep. it's been so cold um, or I just can't sleep or something. Um, but typically it's been. 6, 6.30. That's not too bad. Yeah. What time, so from there, how many, like, how many Ks roughly are you covering? Obviously, it averages out to yeah. be about 40, 45. Right. Got a few days where it's been, like, high 30s. Yeah. Um, I think I've had, like, two or three days over 50, and then one day there was 62.9. Far out. Was that, <laughs> was that flat? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty well. Yeah. It was mostly flat. Some downhill, but not a lot. And not yeah. A lot of how do you get through? How do you get through? Like obviously the whole thing, but how do you get through a day? Like I don't know. I think me, I just. I think I'm pretty fit, but that's next level. Yeah, I think it's a different kind of fitness as yeah. well. And um, like you just 
even like at the start, it took me a few days to get used to it. Yeah. I think after my first couple of days, I was so sore and so stiff. I'm like, I, don't, I remember thinking, I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah. And then I think maybe a week in, like, I woke up and I felt fine. I didn't feel stiff, I felt sore, I didn't feel sore. Um, I got a few, like, tender spots on my knee, my feet, but put some yeah. tape on it, or yeah. a strap on it, and it was fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. A lot of snacks, um, some music, podcasts, yeah. Yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So when, when did it probably start getting hard, like, your walk? At what point when were you like, holy shit? I got into the always. Yep. Um, <laughs> I had a day. I think I um, it was Saturday. Really, good. it was a really good day. It was really nice weather, and then I'm like, oh, it's great weather. I'm gonna take a. I decided to take a detour to a lookout, and yep. it was it was gonna add about. I think it was gonna be. It was gonna add about ten k's to my day, but I'm like, it's, got, it's gonna be sick. I'm gonna do it anyway. So I started doing it, and then I started going downhill, and it was like real rocky going downhill. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like it's a good day. It's good weather. Whatever, so I went down and I came back up and it was like pretty much vertical rocks, this kind of stuff. And then, um, like, yeah, it doesn't matter, it's a good day, it's good weather. And then all of a sudden it starts like pouring rain, <laughs> pouring rain. I've taken this 10k detour and then um, I was going downhill in like the mud and I slipped. And I slipped, but I slipped and my, my, one of my feet got caught underneath me. Oh, right. And yeah. I like pulled my knee back behind me. And I did that and then the same knee hit a rock. I've twisted, I've twisted one foot and hurt my knee all this one time. And I'm like, and it hurt a lot. It hurt a lot. And um, so I got up and kept walking because what else yeah. do you do in the middle of, yeah. in the, yeah. middle of the rainforest? And prod. Yeah. <laughs> and then I kept walking and then I could tell my knee was weak. And I think I fell over like another two or three times. And then I was crossing rivers and I fell over, like and I fell into the river trying to cross. And like, so I got there. By the time I got to my camp, my knee was like bruised and swollen. And like I was like soaked up to my waist, half my my tent was full of water, all this yeah. kind of stuff. And I'm like, it's gonna be freezing cold tonight, and like I'm wet, and like I know I've got to wake up tomorrow, and I've got like another two thousand meters in vert, and all this kind of stuff. And I think that's when I got real hard, yeah, because like I had no way of warming up, everything was soaked, like, I was in pain, and all this stuff. So and it was literally just one day that everything yeah. everything went wrong. Yeah, everything went wrong. And I went wrong in like the space of an hour. Like an hour later, the rain had yeah. gone. Yeah. Like rain went. It was all just this one big downpour. Yeah. Just and did enough damage. Yeah. So how'd you bounce back from that? Just got up, kept going the day after. Pretty or, well. Yeah. I just I think I had a bit of a lazy morning. I didn't leave till probably like seven thirty or eight, yeah. which is a lazy yeah. morning yeah. <laughs> when you're doing this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I I was in Y River that night. Oh, right. So I got to Y River and then. I um I like I cooked I was able to cook it, cook myself a hot tea and that kind yep. of thing. Um, had a hot shower that kind of stuff and yeah I think when when you know you don't have a choice you can't yeah. just deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's yeah. fair I guess. I mean do something like this you have to have pretty good mental strength as it is. But, yeah. Um, so where's probably been the hardest part? Like obviously that sucked. Yeah. But where's like, what was the hardest stretch? That or um, I think probably so, so physically. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I did the Great, the great Ocean stretch, the Great Ocean stretch, the Great Ocean walk. Yeah. Um, the second day that was the hardest. Um, like it was hot as well, which didn't yeah. help. But yeah. it was 
sand dunes. A lot of oh, sand yuck. dunes. Yeah. Obviously, like, there was scrub and stuff, but it was yeah, yeah, sand. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you'd go up, then you'd come straight back down. You'd go straight up, come straight back down. And, yeah, real soft, real hot. You had to look out for snakes as well, so, like, you're constantly thinking about that. And, like, there's no breeze or anything. And the trail was just soft and, like, straight up and down the whole yeah. time. And, yeah, that day sucked. It was just, yeah. Just yeah, physically. Day. Um, so where where are you up to with the the tally? What are we? What what's the aim? Um, I think I don't really have a, a specific number. I think yeah. the page is set to fifteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. But I think well, my whole goal this whole time is just to beat what I did last time. Yeah. Um, and we had a bit of a slow start because um we had to. Like we had to organise like a new fundraising page for Sane and stuff, so that took a, that took a little bit of, bit of time. Yeah. Just because of like um, policies and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. A bit more things. red tape, and you know I did give them not very much time to organise it, so uh, yeah, a bit yeah. on my part. But luckily, we're like, we're hiking for a month this time. So. Yeah, yeah, plenty of time. Um, I think at the moment it's about six thousand three hundred, right. roughly. So getting there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's. I mean, obviously, as well, the money is important for saying, but I think even just starting the conversations is a oh, big win. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's um, what we set out to do, which is good. Yeah. It's. So. I guess, um, yeah, what sort of reaction have you gotten from people from, like, different towns? Like, is it something that's definitely brought up that conversation? Obviously, you're rolling into Portland or whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's just, bang, hey, well, like, you know, why are you doing it? Yeah. It's been pretty good. Um, I've had a few, like a few towns I just genuinely didn't like, see anyone because yeah. I, I rolled in, you know, yeah. 7 o'clock at night and I left at 4 in the morning. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the people where I've like stopped and talked, they've been obviously like, you know, you're crazy for doing this. Yeah, um, yeah. But then at the same time, it's like, it's so needed. And like, I think everyone has agreed like, it is very necessary. Mm. And that's, you know, in a random town in Victoria where yeah. I know no one. Yeah. And, yeah, obviously no one's, you know, in those towns has come forward and, you know, been like, you know, this is what mm. we deal with or anything, but mm. it'll be like a, yeah, like there's no services here, no. Like whatever. Yeah. And then, obviously, then I've been able to say, like, you know, so, you know, well, you know, saying have these options. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, yeah. you know, you have your lifeline and that kind of stuff as well, but if you need something that is actually counselling and not like a crisis. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, promoting that side of it as well. Yeah, obviously trying to um, prevent not. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, everything's been pretty good. Everyone, most towns I've gone there, especially places that have like donated the night, I've rolled in and then they've already got the poster up with the flyer and that. Oh, kind of cool. Stuff. So yeah, yeah. They're getting there. Everyone's getting around it, which yeah. is good. Um, yeah, and I think obviously you're doing it for the right reason, but you do need people to buy into it as well. Yeah. Um, when it comes to obviously like we chat before um, that you don't really make your way across here very often, but like being in Kingston and surrounds, like I guess, is there much? Over, like oh, I couldn't even tell you the last time I went to Kingston. So is there yeah. much over that way in regards to help for mental health? No, no. I I, could, I mean I could be wrong, but I don't even think it's counselling down. Okay, yeah, right. So the closest one would be. Narrowfoot, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, like even me. So I, like I still go to Adelaide for my yeah. appointments. Yeah, right. And I mean, obviously that's a mix of there's 
not a lot of a lot available down here. Oh, and but it's also the stigma down yeah, here. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like, obviously, there's wait times everywhere, but the wait times down here are ridiculous as well. Yeah. Like you get in once, and then it's you know x amount of weeks before you can even yeah. read book. Um. So yeah, obviously that's something that that needs, I guess, improving. Um, yeah, for sure. Because obviously, what's the population of Kingston? Like, roughly? Ooh, like 1,200 ish? Yeah, yeah. Don't know for but sure. you talked to. Something you, like that. You're talking about like that road and surrounds. Like, it's yeah. obviously, you know, there's a lot of people in that area. And for, yeah, it wouldn't for, be. Yeah, for the closest help to be, you know, 100 k's away is not great. Yeah, and like I said, this at the forum we did. And, like, it's so upsetting. But, like, if I'm ever in, like, a crisis with, like, my mental health, like, there's not a part of me that would ever go to a hospital down here. Yeah. Like, we, we get in the car and we drive to Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not even that I don't, like... Obviously, I trust hospitals here. Like, if I have something medically wrong, I go there straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. just that stigma because... Yeah, I think... Yeah. I guess, and, like, the area... I mean, there's a fair bit between here and Kingston, but mm-hmm. it is a very small area. Like, yeah. you know, there's, you know, obviously, like, with all the football and netball clubs... You know, a lot of them interact. Like we obviously yeah. go to road for footy, most clubs and stuff like yeah. that. So, I think, yeah, like um, it's one of those things where I guess it, the stigma is definitely there. You yeah. go to a hospital and they sort of do give you a mm. bit of a like. Obviously, your GP helps probably more than yeah. than a hospital would. But you know, I know of people that have gone up to obviously our local hospital and mm-hmm. yeah, is sort of it's it's brushed off, it's put to the side, it's, yeah. you know, and like go the home, you'll be fine. Yeah, the city is definitely not perfect. Like, I've no. had some, we've driven to Adelaide just to drive home the next morning and because they've turned me away. Um, and obviously the whole system needs help. Yeah, But, yeah. like, that's, we still go to Adelaide. Yeah. Even though that, we've had the worst experiences there. Yeah. We still go there because um, we know I'm not going to walk in and see three people from the footy club that yes. I know or, like, an old high school friend yeah. or... Yeah. You know, like I like I have a swim school in Kingston. I'm not going to see a parent that I, whose yeah. kids I have. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. Yeah, but especially yeah, and that's a good, very good point. Is you got your swim school. Yeah. And like, unfortunately, they would be looking at you like, oh my god, if she's like that. Yeah. Then. Yeah, exactly. Why would I send my kids there? Yeah. Um, which I guess that's something that I've thought about a little bit with how probably open and honest I am with obviously my mental health stuff is when you are coaching sport or whatever it is, mm. people are pretty judgmental. Yeah. And you were saying before how you're an SSO. Yeah, yeah. Same, same. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think like, you know, I think that parents would think like, how's this guy working with kids if, yeah, you know, he's got this wrong with him or that wrong with him, but I think that's all obviously part of the stigma as well. Yeah. And I think as well, I think, obviously I direct a lot of stigma on myself as well because, not because I, I would care if anyone like, yeah. I don't have kids, obviously. No, but, yeah. But it's like, oh, what are they going to think of me? Like, they're not going to trust me because of this. And yeah, like, yeah. A lot of the times, like, they probably don't care. No. But it's like... In, in your own head. <laughs> it's, that you know, that self-conscious bit. Because I think as well, like, growing up here, you're used to it. So you just, you just carry it. Yeah, yeah, I think... It, yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> spot on. Um, I, I think that, like, I think if... I mean, I'm probably not so bad now because I'm like, you know what, this is the way I am and yeah. just deal with it. Like, not me, yeah. everyone else can just deal with it. Yeah, I think I'm um, at that point. Yeah, yeah, where it's just like, whatever, this is me. But I felt, you know, and there were times, obviously, before I was even diagnosed, I guess, but I knew, obviously, there was something there. Yeah. 
that you didn't want to say anything because it might cost you yeah something yeah you know and i think that's probably still well and truly alive with people and i think that's part of you know the small towns small communities is people probably aren't as open yeah because of the stigma around the fact that oh if if i you know do go see someone or whatever and i'll go into the doctor or i'll go mm. it's always yeah. you see someone you know so yeah exactly yeah i think i'm like because we went like especially with this forum like i kind of just got to a point and like I just kind of got over having not hiding everything. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's exhausting. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's exhausting. Yeah, and I like, I do talk about it on here, like putting on a mask. Yeah. Um, and that's definitely a part of it, I guess. Like, mm. especially being from a small town. Um, yeah, you put that mask on, and you you mm. do hide the fact that this is what's going on. Yeah. Um, how have you found the response in Kingston from? I guess you, just saying, stuff it. This is this is what it is. Like, it's, obviously, you had your forum, so that's that's a positive start, regardless yeah, of why people were there. But yeah, it's been pretty good. I think. I mean, obviously, a lot of people, a lot of people I know in Kingston have lived there their whole life, or they've moved yep. down when they were younger and stuff. Yeah. Um. So they're kind of the same kind of thing. Like they're used to the stigma, like yeah. not stigma, but they're used yeah. to the the quite like the non-talking, not communicating. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think, and we had this forum and. I, which, when we started talking, I literally said, um, ask, there's no questions off topic, but the only thing I'm not going to disclose is my diagnosis. Yeah. And like, I didn't care what we talked about. Yeah. Anything was fine. Um, just because I wanted them to ask questions that they don't have the chance to ask. And, you know, just like, I didn't, obviously, hardly scratch the surface of what I deal with. Yeah, yeah. How did that go with the question asking? Like, was it... It took a little while. Yeah, I was going to say, it was a <laughs> slow start, and then obviously... Yeah, I think it took it took a little bit of um, not forcing questions, yeah. but forcing them to talk to each other. Yeah. And then I think a few people kind of asked some questions, and then and then people, you know, slowly yeah. started asking questions. Yeah. We did give them the opportunity to, um, like, just personally text me a question. Oh, yeah. So then I could just, I could just cover it. Yeah. Um, if they wanted to. Um, no one did, which is nice, obviously, because then they could just ask. Yeah. Did it just take for, like, one question where everyone was like... Pretty well, yeah. You know what I mean? Or a couple of questions where everyone was like, oh, shit, they just ask that. And then for yeah, you pretty to well. answer it. Yeah. And then, I guess, normalising it, which is... Yeah. I think as well, once we kind of finished the actual talk, um, a lot of people had questions. Yeah. So I think it was not a, not a shame of asking a question, but probably a protective thing of me. Yeah. What, not wanting to ask something that was too like hyper-personal. Um, which is like good, obviously, because they respect what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But a lot of it, I guess, is probably... Uh, don't want to talk out the term, but like, would it be like, obviously not being educated as well? Would that be yeah, a part of it? Like, they, so. they sort of didn't want to ask because yeah. they didn't know or they... Probably, know. even probably... Oh, probably more so as well, um, not knowing it was okay to ask. Yeah. And didn't want to like offend, like say obviously this is like not exactly what happened, but yeah. like someone might want to ask me a question about, you know, something to do with my family, but I didn't want to ask because my family was there. Oh or, yeah, true. Or like yeah. if someone wanted to ask me something about like work, but you know yeah. my boss is there. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, like oh, yeah, that's not yeah, exactly, same, same. But, but it's a similar kind of thing. Yeah. Like maybe they just didn't want to ask in front of yeah. certain people, or but yeah. it's been good though. I think. They're, they are looking to try and do some, make some changes. I think they're, 
think they're planning to try and do like a walking group so people can like, just catch up right. and like talk. Yeah. Like actually yeah. talk about stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's started or if they're. What's. Um, do you have much to do with like the footy netball club? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I used to play netball. Yeah. Um, haven't, because I had surgery in last year. I was, yeah. Well, that kind of Just stuff. purely for the fact, like, what are they. Because I know, so I was at Nangwari Footy Club. Yeah. Um, and we sort of had uh, Celeste Raymond, who we could go to. Yeah. Um, which I've, I've known her for a while anyway, so I sort of went to her before. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was sort of a part of the footy club anyway. But are they sort of making moves down there to put stuff like that in place, do you know? Or is it... I'm not sure. Not sure? Not sure. Yeah. I did. Um, I helped my... My stepmom out, she, she would coach the C grade, so yeah. I, I did like team manager with her this year. Um, the, the club's really good though. They're, yeah. they're getting, like, they're very inclusive and all this kind of stuff, yeah. which is good. Um, but yeah, they, they've they been pretty good. They like, helped out with a lot of stuff. They helped out with the forum, like I used to right. the club. Yeah, yeah. And they helped do that. They organise all the catering, that kind of thing. Cool. So they're definitely jumping on, like, really helping me support with yeah. all this. Yeah. Um, which is a massive step, obviously, in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think as well, having support of, like, your footy netball club and small town's huge. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's what I was sort of leading towards was, like, yeah, obviously the footy football club is a it's a community thing. Yeah. You know, like, people obviously either go watch or their son or their daughter or yeah. whatever play. So I guess it's, like, for me, and playing footy all my life, it's a massive part of any community. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I guess you're taking the steps without even knowing. Mm. Um, so obviously, for them to, I guess, yeah, getting more involved with the, the mental health side of things, yeah. um, which is great, obviously, yeah. like having someone that's had a little bit to do with them, but not, not yeah. a lot in the last year. So Yeah, I do know, um, I think it was, I can't remember if it was this season or last season, they did have someone come door, down and talk to the footy club about like, men's mental health and that kind yep. of thing, and that was really good. Yeah. Um, I think that went pretty well they had a big turnout for yep. that which is good um so they're, de- they're definitely getting like, a lot of people in talking yeah and kind of getting those conversations going which is yeah. good which is yeah. really good um obviously not discrediting like that's a huge steps and stuff but i think as well having a local do it has that little bit extra oh definitely because yeah. like if they're either at the footy club they are the like my dad's a senior cult senior cult's coach yeah they are the, they obviously know him right but, yeah so there's yeah they don't know me they know him and yeah um, a lot so of the people, like connection there. Yeah, and like a lot of that, the the adults and the parents there, they've also watched me grow up. So yeah. Yep. They've kind of so, seen, yeah. you know, me struggle as a teenager and then get sicker as an adult, and so I think it's so then you know. Yeah, and that's what I mean. You've sort of directly, indirectly mm. helped help them along the way as well. Yeah, um, totally. How's your mental health now? Well, it has its days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. Um, I mean, prior to the walk, how were you? And then now you're this far into the walk. Yeah, I think mine is definitely a day-by-day thing, yep. I think. Yeah. Um, when I get focused on something, though, it pretty much absorbs my entire focus. Yeah. Um, but I guess then, that's the brilliance of it as well. Like, yeah. I think before the walk, like, say, like, a week or so before, I was, like, fine. Everything was good. I was working. Really enjoying being at the school and this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um... And then obviously the closer the walk drew, the, the more stressed it got and logistics changed and got harder and um, all of that. So that was kind of starting to get a bit stressful and not overwhelming, but um, just very. I was very aware that I had a lot going on and yeah. a lot on my shoulders. 
and obviously I put it there, so yeah. you can't complain yeah. too much. Yeah, but um, still. Yeah, and then for the first few days, it was just like, like couldn't I couldn't have been happier. Like it was, yeah. just, it was oh, exciting good. and everything. Yeah. Um, it's been pretty good. I think it's a lot of the time it's kind of just out of zone out and just got to do what I got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's been a few times where like I didn't think I was going to be able to finish this walk. Yeah. And um, like there was a couple of days where I was just like on the phone to Jess, like in tears because like both it was just like not even like physically hard specifically all the yeah. time, but like I was just tired. Yeah. Yeah. And like just like not even like just tired. physically like emotionally as well because you know I don't have a lot of service all the time, but then I'll get service and then you know. I got an email that I've got, you know, four newspapers wanting to talk to me and a radio station and this and this and this and this and this. And it's like, it was always different with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not saying you're firing nah. on. No, no, um, no, 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 but that's, yeah, I mean, but that's all part of it as well. Yeah. Like, that's, I guess, you know, people would look at that and be like, oh, you know, that's really good. She's got mm. this. But in the back of your mind, that's at least it's your just, worries. Like, yeah. Like, even this morning, like, my sister came down from the mountain to have breakfast with us. Yeah. And I think I spent probably about half of it on my phone replying to emails, just trying to get through a few things really quickly. Yeah. And it's like, I'll get an email from someone and it's, you know, it's not like one question, it's like, you know, six questions, yep. they want photos of this, this and this. And, yeah. Um, which has been fine, like it's yeah. really good because everyone's yeah. getting around it, but I think I didn't really account for that. No, so. I was about to say that. It's probably something you didn't even factor in was the fact that yeah. you wanted, yeah, that the newspapers and all the rest of it were, especially, I mean, I wouldn't say hounding, but at yeah. the same time, you know, they do meet deadlines, so it's like... Yeah, and, hey. like, obviously I knew it was going to happen and I was expecting it to happen, but it was kind of like zero to nothing. Like, it was zero to 100, sorry. Like, all, like there was, like, nothing. And yeah. We, we hadn't really pushed it very hard. And then, like, overnight it was, you know... Mm. I think I had, like, five local papers and then a radio station and this kind of stuff. And it was just real overwhelming yeah. real quick. Yeah. Um, hopefully it's good because obviously people are seeing the importance yeah that's right yeah and I mean you're spreading the message and there's no yeah. better way to do it obviously through than through newspapers and radio and all the rest of it but yeah. at the same time yeah <laughs> it's a bit of a build up yeah it's been pretty good though in like because I, I was able to def- deflect some of it to like my mum to reply to and do oh, all yeah. stuff yeah um, obviously not all of it but like even like my so one of the like, the red like it was um Triple M yep they contacted my uncle, who obviously talked to his daughter, my cousin, who contacted my mum to check it was my number, that my number was right, and then she rang me. And yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. it's like going some, not not every instance, obviously, but some instances it's gone like through my family to kind of get down to me. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a lot. Full on. Very full on. Yeah. Um, I guess with a little bit to go, definitely jump on, guys. Um, donate where you can, buy some raffle tickets. Um. How, what's next? What's next? Like, like obviously get walk. get home and relax. But yeah, you think that. Mm. Um. So we, I get home October fifteenth. Yeah. Fourteenth. Sorry, October fourteenth. Uh, November second. I have a meeting with the crows in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. With all of that, because we did an auction with yeah. like, some sports memorabilia yeah. through, with the footy club to raise money. And um, I contacted like the relevant clubs, like yeah. Geelong and like, Adelaide and that kind of thing. And um, initially they couldn't donate because it was you know May and it was you yeah. know already into the season, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which was fine. Didn't I didn't expect anything. Um, 
and they're like, oh, yeah, we know we can't do anything for this, but we actually have a new program rolling out next year. If you want to do another fundraiser, we'd love to, we'd like to team up with you. So and I was like, yeah, cool. Um, sounds good, but I, I can't, I can commit to it, yeah. but I can't do anything. I can't do any planning until I get back in October. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, it's called um, it's called Open Parachute, and it's for so it's for youth and adolescent mental health. Brilliant. Um, and it will roll out in schools through SA. Oh, cool. That was going to yeah. be my next question. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these numbers could be wrong. It's been quite a while since I spoke to them, but um, depending on funding, the it should be able to assist about fifteen thousand students. Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. And um, crazy. So yeah. So that's pretty cool. They um, I don't know what, don't know entirely what we're gonna do. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Something's so, already in the works. Yeah. Non-stop. <laughs> Non-stop. Pretty well. So um, but I mean, with that, fortunately, it's with that will do a lot of the work. Yeah. It's just I'll kind of just do. So will you yeah. obviously? I'll say that again. You are going to be involved with it, but when it comes to like the school level, and if it rolls out to are you Kingston, as I said. Cool. Yeah. So, like, if it rolls out there, obviously you'll be. Will you? So, will you have a hand in rolling it out to loosen up, or? I don't know. Don't That's know. Something yeah. Something we kind of have to work out. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of questions around yeah. it. Um, yeah. But yeah. So that was pretty cool. Potentially. They yeah. Asked, yeah. Like, I hadn't even done this one. They they asked me. They yeah. asked me back in June. All oh, right. To jump on and do something. Yeah. Um, for them. Um, and obviously, you're not going to say no to. No, definitely not. Like no, no. <laughs> um, Opens up a lot of doors. Yeah, like. and just you know, as well. I think obviously any mental health is important, but especially yeah, yeah, like I use young them, people. Yeah. yeah, and obviously us both working in, in that yeah. field, like definitely. there is yeah still a lot of work to be done. Um, yeah. A few of the kids at Mount High they've got a hold of my podcast. Yep. <laughs> and some of them are like, oh, you know. Yeah. It's so like it's so sad, like it's this and that and I'm like, you don't well they don't understand and yeah. I guess that's part of the problem is they don't understand. But yeah. you know, there's gotta be at some point. And I guess like obviously football we speak about football clubs with mm-hmm. Adelaide Crows football club doing it. It's yeah. You know, it's one of those central things where footy clubs are a big part of the community. So Yeah. Something as big as that can roll out to be great. Yeah, and I think obvious like obviously having because um, like, the Crows have like the Crows Foundation, yeah. which is like who are rolling it out. Yeah. And I think having, like you know, the Crows is a lot bigger than you. Yeah, 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 that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think having them roll it out will be huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely grab some attention. Yeah. Because um, yeah, think, there's still a lot of work to be done. But. Yeah. So, and I mean, at the very least, fifteen thousand students will be helped. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's like, right. Can't say no to that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. So straight back into it. Pretty well, yeah. Um, any advice, I guess, for one people that are wanting to start a uh, something, <laughs> a fundraiser or something? Um, any advice for people that want to do that? Just to do it. Just to allow more than one month, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think as well. If like you're in like a space like emotionally yep. to do it, make it personal. Yep. Or even just like, not like specifically you, but even like a friend or family member. Yeah. Um, I think having some emotion to kind of drive it really helps. Yeah. Um, because then, you know, 
if someone sits out, sits you down and asks for a podcast with no idea what you're going to say, like, you still have you know what you're going to yeah. say because yeah. you like you know everything. Yeah. Um, like you know the answers, and yeah, I think when it's personal, you you're more motivated to do it. Yeah. Like with the like, obviously I was sixteen at the time, so the, like, the one with the cancer research. Yeah. Obviously, I want, thought it was important because that's why I did it. But compared to like this one, and even the last one was saying, yeah, like the drive is just so much different. Yeah. Because, like. It's for you. It's got yeah, like it, it, it sounds selfish, but like this could affect me in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Even if it's just you know, feeling comfortable enough to you know go to the hospital in my own town or something like that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But yeah, do something that personal yeah something you actually genuinely care about yeah um and then it just comes yeah cool um and any any advice i guess for people that maybe are struggling a little bit mentally um mm. just just a quick one yeah yeah, yeah what well like obviously apart from your walk now with your music and everything that gets you through the days like mm. what you go to when you're at home and you're like right what's it like your, your daily you know, instead of laying in bed till midday and thinking, yeah. I'm not getting out of bed today, it's... Yeah. I don't know. I think I like to keep keep busy. Yeah. I think when my mind stops, that's when it gets worse. Yeah. Um, so if I know I think something's bad, I'll have something on. Like, I nearly always have something on in the yeah. background, whether yeah. it's music or a podcast or just the TV. Yeah. Um, I think that helps. So obviously music is a big one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty common for a lot of people. Um... I think just being outside helps me yep. go for a walk or just go to the beach or go for a swim. In summer, swimming especially. Obviously, yep. I like having a swim school. Yeah, yeah. Just being around the water. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Just yeah, cool. Because, I, yeah, I obviously pump the same message out of, you know, every episode, which is music and exercise. Yeah. But it's obviously good to get, you know, the more, I guess, more people say the same thing. Yeah. You know, people actually may listen to it. But, obviously, music is key, I mm. think. Yeah. Um, and like you said, whether it's background noise or whether it's, you know, directly in your ear or whatever it is, but yeah. 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 No, that's, um, no, that, that will definitely help. Mm. Um, anything else you want to add, Charlotte? I don't really know. I'm just up to you. Is there anything else you want to make? Um, <laughs> I think we've probably nearly covered all bases. Yeah. I think um, I just want to say obviously thanks for coming on yeah of course for one um, thanks for for doing the walk yeah. you know help help break that stigma I guess it's you know it's one of those things that I battle with um, and I'm very open with which yeah. is also for the same point is just trying to break that stigma so you know someone like yourself doing something that's like you know walking 1200 k's <laughs> is crazy um, so well done to you um, all the best for the rest of your walk. Obviously, <laughs> I'll keep in touch and yeah. keep track of where you're at. But um, yeah, I'll just yeah. Thanks again for coming on. Yeah, of course. Thanks. Thanks. For thanks for giving me your, your time on your day off. Yeah, that's right. Um, and yeah, that's probably it for episode eleven. So thank yeah. you. No worries. Anytime. Cheers. Peace.